Welcome to Adult Conversations by Blue. This is your host, Blue Ridley, and this will be episode 35. And actually, this is like a spur of the moment episode, but we're going to kind of jump in there. It probably won't be a long episode, but anyway, um, this episode, I want to talk about can a submissive have multiple dominant men in their lives? Um, can they be owned by multiple dominants? And that's something that I want to discuss um, because it's recently kind of came to my mind. And so I want to kind of give my opinion on it and why um, I started to think about that. But first, let's get into... Um, some house cleaning for the week, what I've been doing, what I'm, what's going on soon and so forth. So, um, this is actually the 6th of June. I know it's already June and it's one week down. Um, and I am, um, heading out of town in a couple of hours, um, for a few days and I'll be back next week, Tuesday. Um, and what else has been going on? Work has been kind of crazy, but not too much that I couldn't handle. Um, if you've listened to the last um, post that I did about being on my mini vacation, you'd hear some other updates of um, my mother being here to visit and, you know, how much of a good time it was and so forth. Uh, so I'm kind of now getting back into a routine with getting up early again and um, doing some things. So uh, what is on the horizon? What do I have plans? Um, if you are new or you are, you know, an avid listener, um, I actually, uh, I won't say exactly what it is, but I'm actually um, getting into something that's really, like, I don't want to speak on it and, and put it out there yet. I've pretty much like spoke on it today, just joking around. But I think it's something that I can look into. And it has to do with um, coaching. And it might be geared toward BDSM. I am not sure yet, but we'll see. But I know it's... Um, it's going to be interesting. So in uh, when in a few weeks or so, I'll be able to speak more on it. So, you know, bear with me because I'm trying to get my bearings around it or even wrapping my head around it. Um, when I started this year, um, I actually wasn't sure what I wanted this year. I don't do resolutions or anything like that, but I do set goals and lists and I have two lists and one of them are like things that I know that I want to accomplish and that I can do that I have control of. And then the other list is one where only God can um, handle this. And that's more like things that I cannot control. I have no control over. Um, but you know, with a higher power, I, um, can control that, you know, God can control all those things that I want to put out there in the universe. And so that list has grown. Um, there are a few things on there that I actually, you know, God made happen. I, I'm thankful. I'm grateful because I was able to complete my schooling. Um, 
you know, it was really, it took me about three years to pretty much get my bearings back and go back to school and finish. And I really was happy that I did it. Um, so that that's a real accomplishment. And so that's something that I really, you know, value and stuff like that. I'm very educated and I'm very, um, I'm all about education, all about teaching myself and, you know, um, excelling and, and challenging myself and those types of things. So I am, I'm very scholarly. And so my next venture is going to be school and it's in August, um, but it's more geared towards the profession that I'm trying to go into. Um, and it's just a certification. It's not um, actually going to school and, and doing anything. It's actually just getting my certifications and that stuff. You know, you got to get the legal paperwork done, got to got to put the dots in there and, and make it legal and make it right. And, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Don't want malpractice, but, you know, <laughs> not like I'm going to hurt anyone. But, yeah, um, that's pretty much what's been on my mind. Uh, I am setting goals as I go along. So I do this every three month goal for myself. And I come up with maybe four or five things that I put on this three month journey. And, you know, I try to accomplish at least two of them. And if I can't get to two and I can only accomplish one, it doesn't mean that I've lacked something within me. It just knows that, you know, I'm going to work harder to strive to get to those other goals and progress to those other goals. Or maybe those goals that I did place on that three month journey were not, they're there still, but they're not ready to be manifested. And I've learned that many years ago um, during therapy. And as I look back on some of the things that I've set out to do, and I didn't do them in the time frame that I set out to do, but I still accomplish them, makes me feel so much relief that I can just put some goals down on a paper and work on setting those goals and getting those goals accomplished. And even if it's, it doesn't work out right there and then, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. And that's something that I, I really strive to learn as well. And so... Um, for the next three months, I have everything uh, geared towards certifications, um, you know, finding the, the funds to be able to do the certification and so forth. So, uh, you know, the, the, where there's a will, there is a, a way. And so I feel like there for me, there's a way. Um, January 1st, 2019, I wrote on a piece of paper. I said, God, I am seeking financial wealth. And that's what I'm seeking. It doesn't have to happen in this year, but that's the journey that I'm willing to be on. Um, a few years ago, before I even moved to this state for the job that I'm in, when I relocated here, the thing that I put down on the paper was, God, I want to have stability. I want to have a house. I don't want to constantly keep traveling for jobs, moving here and there for a job or taking, you know, all these different jobs and moving from state to state. I wanted some stability. And so said, so done. Moving here, I was able to buy my house. And so now that that one thing has been accomplished, the next thing I want is financial wealth. I don't want financial stability. There's, there's, I take that word stability out of the financial part. What I want was wealth to the point where it's not about money. It's not the, the, the money, but the value of knowing that, you know, I've, I'm in a position to 
change some things and create the other things that I want as far as like my career goes and, you know, my son and school and all this stuff and being able to teach and, you know, that kind of stuff. That's the wealth that I'm gaining from all the money that I will accomplish throughout the the next couple of years. I want to use that money for good and not just to say I want to buy Louis Vuitton bag or some patent leather hookah boots, which damn, I need me a new pair of those. But anyway, that's not to say that that's where my mind is at. It's definitely not there. But yeah, so you know, that's pretty much the house cleaning and what I got so far. There's some more, but I'm going to leave that for a bit because I'm kind of running out. So I'm going to just briefly discuss this and it might be a part two to it as I go along. So let's jump into the episode. And like I said, it's all about can a submissive have multiple dominance or can she submit to multiple dominant men or any, you know, whatever. Um, the reason I asked that is because I recently um, started chatting to this gentleman on OkCupid. Um, he lives in the area, so we're kind of close to each other. Um, and one, he is a little new to BDSM. Um, he's been curious, but he identifies as Dom. Um, I already have a dominant. Um, does not mean that we're like attached to the hip in a way. But, you know, as you guys know that there's a lot of unstableness there and so I I never really put too much stock in it but this person I'm interested to get to know him and see where it goes and so I started thinking um can I allow another man to dominate me and at the same time that I'm being dominated by someone else and the reason I I want to know this is because I ha- so with Sir M, I have a structure. Um, we we have this structure we've built, the dynamic we've built. We check in. We you know we do the protocol. It's always about servitude, and it's all about that connection and stuff like that, and the balance. Now that is something I crave just to be able to let him know where my whereabouts, what I'm doing throughout the day, you know, whatever task that he's per- asked me to do. I, I enjoy that to the utmost fullness. And then I ha- if I do decide to open the door to this other gentleman and it works in the favor of us connecting and having a connection, how would I change that dynamic and where does Sir M fit in? Because it's cool to still have the structure with with multiple people because they're all both going to want something different from you. But then when it comes to play or the sessions or kink, it's like, how do you find that balance? And I don't want it to be a poly relationship. I really don't. I don't want to force it into polyamory because I, I want my own primary partner. But I find that somehow do these things turn into polyamory do does it is it multiple partners or having multiple partners force you into polyamory versus everyone because you know there's so many different dynamics of polyamory um and I really don't want it to be where okay this is my dominant here that I've had previously and then here's my new dom who I'm focusing on and in my mind 
I think I'm so solo that I don't know how to juggle. And that's probably why it's crossed my mind today about juggling two dominant men in my sphere. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, how am I going to do this? Maybe I'm doing too much for thinking, you know, beforehand, I'm doing too much of that. My therapist, if she was here right now, she'd probably say, get out of your head and just enjoy the moment and build that. But I still have to think about these things because it's something that will come up for anyone who's approached this. So if anyone out there has been in that situation and knows how to have two dominance, what is your experience like? Um, I'm going to do some more research like to see if anyone out there can give me some kind of information about, you know, their experiences. I'm all about experiences. I think we learn from experience. We learn from, you know, just just trying it and seeing if it works for us. And um, I beforehand, I've always known that I would be looking for a submissive male because as you know, I'm a switch. And so I'm constantly looking for a sub male, a sub male. That's my thing. My thing is, oh, I got Sir M. I got Sir M. He's dominant. I get to do some dominant things with him. I get to do this with him. I get to do that with him. And our relationship is different. And then I get to be the dominant person with these sub males. And I get to do these things and I'm fulfilling those needs and they're being met and so forth. But what happens when a wrench is thrown into your dynamic and another dominant is interested in you and you're also interested in that other dominant. That's where I'm at right now because I want to pursue him. I want to see where it goes and I want to see what the difference will be between the two of us. And so, you know, we've been talking for a while. I didn't really mention much about it because it's still brand new. We haven't really come to any kind of, eh, you know, like what we're doing. Um, but it's interesting to talk to him. He's um, actually younger. I know, I know, I know. I do not like younger men, but somehow he has piqued my interest. He's 39 years old, and I know I'm not that far behind him. I'm a couple years older than him, but I prefer to be with an older gentleman. But damn, I am just so attracted to this younger guy that has no children. He's single currently, and I'm technically single. So what's the problem, right? What is the problem? Why can't I have two dominants? Who says that I can't juggle both of them? I mean, you can have multiple submissives, right? So why can't I be dom why can't I be dominated by two different people? I think the dynamic would be different because maybe he might be a little more hardcore than Sir M. Or something. I don't know. But anyway, that's all I got for that. I just wanted to bring that up and see if, you know, if anybody would give some feedback. Once again, I am over at in, uh, Instagram, Adults Convos by Blue. And then I'm also on Twitter at Blue Ridley. Leave me a voice message on Anchor. You can click the link that I posted on my Twitter page and you can leave a voice message for me and I can listen to your voice message and then, you know, we can communicate there and I could probably send you some feedback and so forth. Um, yeah, let me know if you've ever been in this situation. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I would really appreciate hearing from you. And if you don't feel the need to, um, 
you know, send the message, you can also email me at adultconvosbyblue at gmail.com. And that's blue without the E. Um, and so, yeah, definitely uh, reach out and talk to me. Once again, thank you for listening. And I hope to see you at the next episode. Um, yeah, never know what might come to mind. And we will come back to this topic because I won't ever leave you hanging. I always try to do a follow-up, even if it's just a brief follow-up in the beginning of a new episode. I always like to give feedback because you never know if someone is out there listening and um, they're wondering like, okay, whatever happened to, you know, and so forth. So yeah, thanks for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Mwah!